The writer of Proverbs says, Honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing. Your vats will brim over with new wine. May God bless the reading and hearing of his word from this, the book of Proverbs. I want to talk about practicing the faith today. We read earlier this Psalm 24 that Handel made quite famous in his work, The Messiah. It is one of the main songs in The Messiah. Lift up you gates, lift up you ancient doors. Who is the King of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the King of glory. I can hear those words in my head from Handel's Messiah as he employed that particular psalm to be one of the major pieces of that work. And of course, that psalm starts with, The earth is the Lord's, and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. You know, as we approach this Thanksgiving, these words from King David in the book of Psalms reminds us that we are all creatures, and we are all creators in a sense. We are born of our parents. We bring different things into the world, and everything that we do, everything that there is, it all belongs to God. Now, mind you, it is easy to think that this is mine. I have worked hard, achieved success. I have been careful. I have tried to invest wisely and secure my abundance. We can all say that. Some of us are a little more successful at it than others. Some of us, frankly, not very good at it. It still remains that everything we have belongs to God. It is all God's. We truly are but temporary stewards, custodians, trustees of the earth and all that is in it, including our own lives. From the very beginning of the book of Genesis, when God is creating the world, he makes man and woman, male and female, he created them, he gave them responsibility. He gave them to be stewards over the creation that God had made. Sometimes we do a good job with that, and other times not such a good job with it. For we often think we are more than that, but in the providence of God's creation, that is the only true thing that we are. We are stewards, custodians, trustees of God's creation. It is a dream, or perhaps better an illusion, that what they have acquired, all of us, what we have gained, that it is all in our own doing and because of our own hard work. Hard work is rewarded. 
we have many things, but in the end, we take nothing with us except for Jesus Christ, our Lord. So, when the psalmist writes these words, the earth is the Lord's and everything in it, the world and all who live in it, we are reminded of our relationship to God. Here, we come this week of Thanksgiving as I asked our children this morning, what do you give thanks about? And they know enough because of the week that it is, they know enough to say, I am thankful at least for the different foods that many of them will eat. How many of us have grown cold to the idea of being thankful for food. Let me demonstrate. We go to the pantry. We open the refrigerator. We peer into the freezer. And there is food, and yet we say, what do we want to eat? What do you want for dinner? What do you want for lunch? What do you feel like tonight? Because we live in such abundance, we can't hardly imagine what it is sometimes to be thankful for food. Last week, I talked a little bit about Project Mercy in Ethiopia and about the eggs that the children receive, the hard-boiled egg, an egg a day to give great protein to each and every child. Can you imagine being just thankful for an egg? Can you imagine being thankful for a bologna and cheese sandwich? which is passed out every Sunday afternoon at the soup kitchen at First Presbyterian Church downtown. And yet, we are coming upon a feast day, Thanksgiving Day, a day in which we will enjoy great bounty and eat together and eat too much and enjoy every bit of it. Are we thankful for such things? You know, festivals of thanksgiving are as old as the Bible itself. The Bible tells of how the people, Israel, celebrated the grain harvest in April from the winter grains the first fruits at Pentecost in early to early May to early June. And then in the fall, they would celebrate the great harvest that would come in and the animals that would have grown. And it is something that was a routine in the life of Israel and should be. 
in any people's sense of being thankful for the food that comes from the ground, from the animals that graze upon it, for the things that nourish us and strengthen us. It is a sense. Psalm 118 has this line, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Psalm 95 says, Let us come before him with thanksgiving and extol him with music and song. Psalm 100 says, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. It is an attitude of thanksgiving, an attitude in which we acknowledge the one who has made us, the one who is the great creator of all life, the one who sustains life, the one who gives us and promises us everlasting life, that we should be thankful. And yet... Many people find it difficult to be thankful in their lives. Why? Some because of the situation that their current life finds them in. Others because of economic stress or deprivation. Others because of something that has happened in family because of the death of a loved one at this time of year or because one has occurred earlier and it just doesn't seem right that that person isn't here at Thanksgiving. But this is part of life. And part of life means even giving thanks in the midst of those times when we don't feel or we're missing or we are unsure of what I want to give thanks about. Thanksgiving is more than a state of mind, though. It is more than in our minds, I am thankful to the Lord. I will praise the name of the Lord. I will lift up and give thanks to the Lord my praise. It is more than just the saying of the blessing at Thanksgiving meal. It is more than a state of mind. Thanksgiving involves the practice of the faith. Thanksgiving is both a state of mind and an action of life. How does your life demonstrate thanksgiving? How? Yes, it is one thing to say, oh, I am thankful for this, and I am thankful for that, and I give thanks to God. But, again, how does that state of mind transform itself into an action of life? For the Christian person, 
It is great thanksgiving to emulate the life of Jesus Christ, to do the things that Jesus did. That shows not only thanksgiving to God for his son, Jesus Christ, but more than that, because of that thanksgiving, I am going to live my life as one who demonstrates the life and the teachings and the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. For the Christian, an action of life for thanksgiving is being grateful for any small, kind act, any great act, any ordinary act. Thanksgiving is to be lived, not just in our minds, not just within our hearts, but in our lives. So that wherever we may be, there is this sense that I can be thankful. So I am asking you today, where in your life do people see thanksgiving? Where do they see it being demonstrated? How can they tell that you are a thankful person It is in the practice of your faith. Not just privately, inwardly, oh God, look at me, but Lord, let me be thankful by serving you, by serving others, by witnessing to what my life has that I can be thankful for. It is really different. It is really different in our thinking. And what does it mean? When our, life, when our lives demonstrate thanksgiving both as a state of being as an, and also in actions of life, we do several things. Perhaps this is one of the things that the Proverbs, the writer of Proverbs is saying here, honor the Lord with your wealth, with the first fruits of all your crops. Then your barns will be filled to overflowing and your vats will brim over with new wine. Because you are demonstrating God's 
grace and blessing in your life by demonstrating thanksgiving. Perhaps it is what the psalmist says when he says, you will receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him. When we seek the Lord, when we act on his blessings, it is a demonstration of our thanksgiving. And in return, God blesses us. God saves us. God delivers us. God helps us through the most difficult things and celebrates with us in the most joyous of things. As I spoke in my prayers earlier, our nation is somewhat divided across religious lines, across political lines, across economic lines. But we are still a nation. And as Christians of this nation, we are still called to practice the faith. We are still called to lead and to live lives of thanksgiving to demonstrate to others that there is a reason to be thankful. You can do that. You can make that difference. You can transform others to understanding that there is always much to give thanks for. So, how will you practice the faith this week? How will your state of mind be? Will you be preoccupied with other matters? Will you be hurried? Will you be overcome? Will you be hassled because of all that has to be done? Or will you take time to look at this and to see it for what it really is, an opportunity, a pause, a time to be thankful in heart and mind, body and soul to the great God who has made all things, even us, and to all that we have, whether it is very little or very much, for all these things, 
let us give thanks to the Lord today and every day. Amen.